Welcome to the Peace Grows Here podcast. I'm your host, Yelena Theophilatas, with my Blooming Heart Hypnotherapy and Coaching. And this is a place for you if you're looking for business strategies, emotional wellness advice, and stories from fellow ladies entrepreneurs. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Peace Grows Here podcast. Today, I have a guest from Australia. I'm so excited about having her her here with us today. Her name is Stephanie Galellan. She is the business and mindset coach, and she has a few stories to tell, tips to share with us, and offers that she had been cooking in her business pot <laughs> lately. So I just want to give it all to her, allow her to take away the stage and share about what she has been up to, because as you already know, this podcast is all about the female entrepreneurs and all the cool things that they're doing. So Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for volunteering to be my guest. I'm so excited to have you. I would like to invite you to say hello and share a story about your life and how you became what you are. Uh, thank you so much, Yelena. It is amazing to be here. I am Tiffany Gilliland, and if you didn't notice, I am from Australia, so I'm very excited to be here and to be sharing a personal story and, uh, yeah, just talk about some, like, one of the big changes in my life and my business. So uh, <laughs> my kind of what I a little bit of what I do is I help people with bravery and that kind of stuff. I help coaches with bravery. And part of that came about from me having to become brave myself mm. as someone who has dealt with anxiety for most of my life. And at one point, like I thought my life was going to be just managing that anxiety and just trying mm. to maybe look normal. And the thing about starting a business is that just managing anxiety and just trying to be normal isn't really enough to grow a successful business <laughs> because really yeah. part of growing a successful business is working outside of your comfort zone and requiring mm -hmm. you to be brave. At least for me, that's that's what I needed to do. And I know a lot of people talk about, oh, just feel the fear and do it anyway. <laughs> for mm -hmm. me, that just didn't work. Right? When mm -hmm. I felt the fear in any way, I mm -hmm. would stammer, stammer, stutter, fall on my face, just, <laughs> just, uh, and and like all of the thoughts in my brain were just all about how I wasn't good enough to do it, and just this mm. track on in my mind. And then I would sort of not feel good and just trying to work through the fear and then I would stumble and kind of fall on my face at that mm -hmm. time that's how I saw things right mm -hmm. and that would just be evidence for me to just be like oh see you're never going to make it you're never going to do it and that was kind of how I was trying to start a business I mean that's how I operated even before I got into a business as well and it mm -hmm. was just it just created more and more anxiety. <laughs> mm. And yeah, so what I had to do was like I ended up on just this sort of journey and, you know, working with coaches and things like that and sort of learning this sort of valuable lesson of not every thought you have is true. Mm -hmm. And like this is something that if I had have learned 
decades earlier, who knows where I could be, right? <laughs> but I just, you know, just sort of thought every thought I had was true and especially the ones that were negative about me. Uh, and it was just really hard to sort of function in in that. And so it's kind of why I have to talk about this in sort of this sort of before and after mm-hmm. sort of experience because mm-hmm. it's not like I woke up one day and was like, I'm going to be great, <laughs> right. everything's going to be awesome. It's, it's these slow shifts and then it's like, oh, oh when yeah. I look back a year ago, mm-hmm. I couldn't have done some of the things that I am doing now, like starting a podcast, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, just even being a guest on your podcast and things like that. It's just mm-hmm. these things that I'm now enjoying and I find fun about life and I'm no longer have this voice. Like when I first started uh-huh. my podcast, I was like, why did you say that? Oh, that's <sighs> a dumb thing to ask. <laughs> like so hard to sort of operate like that. And mm-hmm. I have been working on some of that and the self-doubt and the anxiety so that I can actually mm-hmm operate in this place where I'm just enjoying doing things outside mm. of my comfort zone. I'm showing up online differently. I'm talking to more people, helping more people and things like that. And it's just all comes down to this idea of not every thought in your brain is true. And you can actually choose some of the thoughts and, and sort of help mm. like use them to help you to succeed and be more productive because the the brain will find the evidence for what you're thinking, not oh, yeah. the other way around. <laughs> so yeah, it's just that's been a very slow learning process for me, mm-hmm. especially as someone that's like, you know, oh, I wasn't, you know, I, I was pretty smart at school. Why isn't this business thing happening? Like I've been in online mm-hmm. marketing for 10 years. It's like, where's mm-hmm. my six figures already? It's <laughs> like that. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. this is some of the stuff that to say to myself like on a daily basis you know Uh, like if a client was like oh I want to sign up with you then I'd be like yeah well that's like my that little voice in my brain uh oh that's one that's one client but you need way more to be successful Uh, you know mm -hmm. where are the others and it's just like I couldn't even enjoy those moments Mm -hmm. because yeah I just my brain was just creating this like kind of nightmare of a world for me Mm. and then through the reticular activating system in the brain, it would go and find the evidence that all of those thoughts were true and that, yeah, I was I was never going to make it and things like that. So that's kind of, um, yeah, my like my, my personal story or just uh-huh. that kind of before and after of a shift that just really has helped me to like just become a brave person who does brave things without uh-huh. this assault on the mind if that makes some sense. I don't know if you want, I don't know, more specific examples or uh, things like that, but it's just, yeah, like just doing these things Mm -hmm. that I'm doing just, you know, was was really hard in the beginning. Like when I first got in front of a camera, I was, Uh you know, record, like, you know, stop, start would take me half Mm -hmm. an hour to record a bit and, yeah, just all of this perfectionism and that assault of the mind was just really one mm-hmm. of the the biggest things that I've had to learn along the way and just has helped me now like work in a way where I'm not uh, at the mercy of anxiety like mm-hmm. nearly at all if if mm-hmm. that makes sense like mm-hmm. you know just sort of stepping into a version of myself that it's like yes I actually can handle whatever comes mm-hmm. up and I don't need to be hyper vigilant to prepare mm-hmm. for 
what could come and like my brain was doing so yeah I don't know mm-hmm. any questions you have on that feel free to interrupt and ask questions because I know I'm going on and on oh yeah I'm listening I'm so there with you in terms of it's being a discovery that I should have made a long time ago that, oh my goodness, I don't have to believe everything that I think, especially in regards to myself, especially those negative definitions that I carried around with me and that voice that you're referring to. I can just relate to so much that you said. And I also believe that, yes, you know, it's great to hear someone doing something despite the fear and doing it anyway but at the same time part of me maybe that part of me that is uh an anxiety expert but also human being knows that it's not really that sustainable to keep pushing in this manner we all gotta find a place to create that shift it sounds like you have been creating for yourself to really come from a different place and do it the bravery the right way. So I'm I'm just so curious. Yes, I have like five million tw- questions, but I have to just pick one. <laughs> um, yeah. How that shift started, or maybe you could just transport us back to any phase um, of that shift from who you uh, were at some point in the past, the person you were describing, and then who you now. Maybe you can zoom in into a time when you really remember yourself noticing your patterns from the past coming up, maybe that voice, you know, and when you made a conscious choice of like, oh, I'm not going to be following that along anymore. I'm going to do it differently. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, actually. Um, so I guess like one kind of trend transition that I did through this uh was I did I did work with a a coach and 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 it was kind of it was sort of challenging actually because like for me a lot of what I went through was kind of along the lines of imposter syndrome and just mm-hmm. really thinking I was good enough. And then I was working with this coach and she said to me, I don't think imposter syndrome exists. Mm-hmm. And it was like there was this huge part of me that just wanted to justify, oh, no, it exists, man, I have it. Uh-huh, <laughs> but by uh-huh. the same token, I could kind of see where she was coming from in terms of, well, actually, if you think about it, like if you keep focusing on the uh, the the imposter syndrome and all of the things that are harder to do because you know it's holding you back and things then that just reinforces that belief mm. and you can always find more evidence so then uh, she gave me a challenge for one month uh-huh. when it came to self-doubt thoughts right mm-hmm. and uh, like this is at a like this is only a few months ago and this is at a point in my business where you know I'm uh, earning sort of you know a couple of thousand a month um mm-hmm. you know quite consistent mm-hmm. and I'm trying to grow to the next level but every mm-hmm. time I start doing some of those things that like you know reaching out to more people uh, mm-hmm. you know talk, like talking to more people that kind of thing or uh, you know doing more videos online uh-huh. there would just be something that would get in the way that would stop me from making that progress or, you know, it's mm-hmm. like I'd do it for a couple of days and then I'd stop. And then I noticed in my journaling, there'd be a lot more thoughts around, oh, but, you know, oh, can this really work? Can I really handle uh, it? And yeah. a lot of it was around 
can I handle this if it works? Like for me, uh, I am uh-huh. I'm sadly so comfortable with failure. I have no problem <laughs> failing. The idea mm-hmm. of success and not being able to handle like what comes at that next level and letting, letting people down is a big thing mm-hmm. that I've had to work on. And so I did this uh, challenge of, um, you know, just noticing these, these self-doubt thoughts and mm-hmm. when they came up during the month and just sort of her words and like this comes from a whole different generation to me I'm a little older but mm-hmm. uh you know the whole I'll oh, just swipe left on those thoughts like it's you know somebody <laughs> coming up on, on a dating app or something oh, just yeah. swipe left on those thoughts. but for me it was kind of a case of like when I noticed those thoughts coming up I just uh-huh. have to be like yes yes I hear what you're saying brain but mm-hmm. actually we're just gonna try not indulging in this thought we're just going to try switching into um something else like for example if i was in the middle of a like a conversation with someone online someone i don't know very well but they might be a Mm -hmm. potential client and then i would have a thought that would come up like oh yeah but they probably can't afford it or oh you probably Mm -hmm. can't like this client or something Mm -hmm. i'd just be like okay yeah i I get that that's one way Mm -hmm. of looking at it but i'm just going to step into the possibility mm. that I can think differently about this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to step into the possibility that I could be someone who could just have a conversation and just try and help someone without worrying about the self-doubt and the fear and uh-huh. the judgment and the ego around it. Mm-hmm. And it's just was really stepping into the possibility of being a different person and just trying it out and mm-hmm. like as if, I know like for some people they might have heard this stuff before and it's probably cliched, but it's like trying on these different thoughts as if they're like a different item of clothing or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that just, I don't know, it was something that was really powerful to because to, I started noticing how often these little self-doubt thoughts were creeping in. And uh-huh. then, yeah, through the process of doing that, it actually stopped them coming up as often. And by mm-hmm. the end of a month, yeah, they were not coming up as often. And at mm-hmm. the end of that month, I had uh, booked out all of my podcast guest slots for the whole year. And uh, yeah, just like talked to so many people, created a couple of clients. Like it just, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, just wow. a really amazing month just mm-hmm. by sort of doing that um, in terms of just yeah, keeping an eye on that kind of stuff. And obviously there was journaling involved, but sometimes mm-hmm. I would just be doing it in my brain and just being like, mm-hmm. yep, that's that's one way of looking at things. Let's, let's try another. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that just really helped me a lot. And and that's some of the work that I do with, with my clients and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too, because obviously <laughs> right. I'm really passionate about this stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Ah, I, that's the image of swiping left. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're right there with it. I have never been on the app that where mm. people do that motion, but yeah. I'm familiar <laughs> with uh yeah. I I mm. like it. I I like how yeah. uh t- like straightforward it is, especially for that generation that you're talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> You exactly mm. answered my question because I was asking specifically mm. about the choice that you made. You made a different choice. You made it over mm. and over again, sounds like to me, to the point yeah. that it allowed you mm. to 
come to very tangible results, like what you just said about booking all of your podcast casts for the year and a bunch more. It's like so fascinating how we can actually channel that energy that normally goes towards arguing with ourselves in our own head or trying to collect evidence to counter that criticizing voice. Like there's so much that goes on and lost like in terms of time and energy in that process and when we just say like you know what this is just one of many ways it can go down but it doesn't have to be the way i'm actually going to explore the possibility of something new it's so non-committal in in a way you know it's not frightening when you say a possibility Ooh, let's just kind of like it's almost playful so yeah 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 and I, I love the power of it because oftentimes like we we fall into these habits and blocks because the the subconscious is like scared of change and it wants to keep us safe or wants right. to avoid a trauma. Mm-hmm. And so that whole, let's just, you know, hey, I'm just exploring a possibility here. Like it's possible mm-hmm. that someone else in circumstance could think differently about this. Let's try this on. And mm-hmm. it can be a great way to get the subconscious on board. Um, yeah. Right. And before you know it, you're like doing it yourself, <laughs> you know, you're kind of tricking yeah. um, in a good way, yeah. your subconscious to yes. come and play this role and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And just talking about this made me think of the advice you gave me at some point in the past when I was like, oh, I don't know, with this podcast, I have so much going on, I should just like not do it or do it like later. And I can totally see now where your advice was rooted in you know it was rooted in your own noticing how those self-sabotaging criticizing voices come up and what is uh uh an easy way out a lot of times is just like not deal with it but it actually not serving us long term Mm -hmm. but what you just suggested and terms of like trying that on yeah i'm already taking it away i hope people who are listening to this they're already like making notes of their own uh and you said you work uh on that with your clients as well and so i'm just curious about what do you do with your clients your business and mindset coach that can be a lot under that just a short of a title so how about if you share more your offers what do you do whom you help how is it going <laughs> yeah so yeah like uh my whole thing is just around bravery and uh helping coaches or other entrepreneurs to do the next brave thing in their business and i know that sounds quite wide because we are all different and different things are considered brave for us at different levels. So mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes like I can be working with someone at the beginning of their business and just helping them to just be brave enough to tell people they have a business, to find those first clients and, you know, to really get through a lot of the blocks that come up with just uh, posting with mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, sort of explaining what they do and how they help people and things like that. I have 10 years experience in marketing. So like that all comes into it, but it's really, it's really the mindset stuff, which is the stuff that held me back for the longest is like sort of where those two kind of come together. 
And then like for other people who are further along in their business, the next brave step could be, you know, teaching that masterclass or mm-hmm. launching that podcast or just those sorts of things where it's just, you know, or maybe even like hiring people on a team and scaling mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, just because, I mean, like, yes, I have a small team in my business, but my background was in project management, so hiring teams and things like that. It's just all of those things can be the next brave step. And it's just Mm -hmm. working with people who are excited to, you know, do that next brave thing and have the support around the the mindset spirals that can just hold us back. The the mindset spirals that show up that, that tell you, oh, I don't have time for this right now. I don't have energy for this right now. Like mm-hmm. it's it's never, it's very rarely a case of, oh, I know I'm in a mindset spiral. It's mm-hmm. it's often, you know, <laughs> these things mm-hmm. or what is it? You're trying to get new coaching clients, but you still have like do services or, or a day job mm-hmm. and suddenly that becomes this area of stress and you've got to focus on it. So you can't possibly mm-hmm. take on new clients or that thing you really want to do in your business. Mm-hmm. That's where self- working with someone like me comes in because it's like we mm-hmm. can unravel that. And mm-hmm. this is where all the years I spent holding myself back with my own brain becomes mm-hmm. the the thing that makes me the most helpful because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's, I'd be very lucky for you to find some sort of struggle that I haven't been through <laughs> and <sighs> been through over and over ad nauseum on repeat that I could mm-hmm. help someone with to really move their business forward and you know my clients have made thousands and tens of thousands of dollars they have um you know systems that they can keep repeating so that they mm-hmm. can stay on top of their mind and their marketing and grow their business does that make sense yes so, it all makes yeah. sense and um yeah i do that through you know one on one coaching and i also do marketing services for people um, mm-hmm. often I do a mixture of both because people come to me for the coaching, but then it's like, oh, you know, hey, I've got some people on my team that can help take this off your hands. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. We'll do that too. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of where I come in and yeah, mm-hmm. part of the fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, marketing business, it's, I don't know, in mm-hmm. my head, they're almost synonymous. I know it's not the same thing. Marketing is a part of running mm-hmm. a business, but it's a big part of it so yeah it makes sense and 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 it's where a lot of the biggest blocks come from especially in the earlier years of business around Mm -hmm. sales and feeling icky around sales and how to talk to people and just yeah like one of my clients um yeah she had a real block around it and I and I sort of said to her tell me about a time where you enjoyed buying something big and she's like, uh-huh. oh, well, first I went to this other place and they tried to do this and do that. And I was like, no, 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 you're trying to tell me about another icky experience. Uh-huh. We know they exist. Let's walk through one of these times where it was enjoyable to buy mm-hmm. a big purchase for yourself. And then we actually, you know, broke it down. And it was like, hey, what was enjoyable about that? How, you know, you left the shop feeling great. What was it they uh-huh. did? And it's like, what did they do? They listened they, you know, responded and they acted like a human being. <laughs> and that's, a, and that's it's like, it's just so interesting that that's the essential part of sales. And yet so many of us, like we hold ourselves back because we don't want to be icky around sales. And like, that's, yeah, another big brave step that has to be overcome in order to grow a business. Because if you don't have sales, then 
yeah like there's not right. as many not as much income and it's a struggle so yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the example that you just share about your client because I'm imagining her now having in a tangible mm-hmm. experience uh, experience that she had that she can refer to that she didn't really recognize as such as something mm-hmm. like yeah. a good sale the way to sell in a in a way that feels good and she she's like hmm I wonder may her like pause for a second and ponder like oh you actually can do it that way and I was a recipient like on the receiving side of that experience it mm-hmm. definitely changed a lot it's so much more powerful this kind of learning through her own experience or through experience period for any other human being Mm -hmm. than trying to convince them like no sales are not icky no like no tell me what is not an icky sale feels like to you and just go with it allow that Mm -hmm. to be your style Mm, yes Yeah, there's so much goodness in there. And then like for that client, she ended up getting her first paying coaching clients. And uh, yeah, then she ended up with a wait list of clients just within a few weeks of of working Mm -hmm. with me, just by tapping into that experience Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, being able to show up as that person in her own business Mm -hmm. was amazing. Mm, It's so good to hear that because people always... um wondering is if coaching and talk therapy because it's they're all like conversation based you know change is very much conversation based we are sharing ideas and ideas can be so powerful but some people don't believe in that they think like we're just talking but we're not it actually creates a change that ripples out (laughs) quite profoundly and it doesn't take that much necessarily it doesn't have to Mm. yes yeah exactly um, I think there's just like a variance of of personality types and some people really respond to being able to talk things out and it helps True. them to visualize things and then mm-hmm. also have that bouncing off talking mm-hmm. to someone else as well. Plus someone, you know, with the experience to exactly. actually understand what the brain is doing when it says certain things and other things mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you know, your brain never says to you, oh, we're not ready. It says, mm-hmm. oh, this other thing is suddenly way more urgent. We better focus <laughs> on that. And then your dream project just sort of like dies. <laughs> so, right. yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's just so powerful for for the right personality of people and things like that and definitely for me (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so true so true agree with you wholeheartedly and also want to move on to the next question which you already know would be about hey what about tips and tricks that you can leave us with today maybe some takeaways for us to carry on in our own lives so we can apply them and thrive in our own way (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely so the the tips that I have and I have three of them so and these are some of the lessons that uh, took me the longest to learn but have been the most powerful. And when I say longest to learn, I'm talking decades, people. Mm -hmm. I am a stubborn, slow learner. (laughs) But when I learn it, it's stuck there forever. So the first one is um, just like for being more productive and managing my anxiety Mm -hmm. is uh, sleep, exercise, and eating well 
come first. Mm. They are not something that happens after you have earned it. So Mm -hmm. for the longest time, especially because I had this whole sense of self that was there was something missing in me, something broken in me, and I had to work harder than everybody else in order to achieve my dreams, right? And Mm -hmm. so that meant like my brain interpreted that of, okay, you don't have what you want yet. So, you know, uh, sleep, exercise, eating well, that all, that can happen later once you've earned it. The problem is that business is a long-term adventure, (laughs) if that makes sense. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not sustainable. And when I prioritize, I learned to prioritize these and make sure they happen first and then my work is more productive. I have more creative ideas. I have more energy and I work uh, faster rather than mm-hmm. when you operate like that. It's I was operating like <laughs> where I would be overthinking everything because I was overtired and I wasn't nourished and then I mm-hmm. had so much more anxiety. And so, yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. sleep, exercise, eat well comes mm-hmm. first, not after you have earned it. Okay. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> my second tip is... Planning my week ahead is the most powerful thing I can do. And this was something that, you know, when I first started my business, it was like, oh, hey, this is my chance. I get to do whatever I want and (laughs) all that kind of thing. And I want to be free. I don't want to be hemmed in and that sort of thing. But what happened by being free and not being hemmed in was uh, nothing got done. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) got done and, and certainly not the important things. But for me, planning my week ahead helps me manage my anxiety and my stress Mm -hmm. because oftentimes like if I would be working on something and I don't have a plan for the week my brain would be like oh should you really be working on this maybe you should work on this other thing what about this thing what about that thing and I you know it would take me three times as long to do a task whereas now it's like no no that's organized in my diary for another time and I know that it's going to get done and that kind of thing and part of that is also the expectation that I follow through 80% of the time <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> and being okay with not following through 100% of the time. Things have to be yeah. moved around, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, planning my week ahead is the most powerful thing I can do. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's also planning from the prefrontal cortex. So it's like you're planning with your long-term interests in mind rather than what you're going to do in the day and you're planning from the monkey mind where mm-hmm. the monkey mind just wants to avoid uh, pain mm-hmm. seek pleasure and just mm-hmm. bed on the couch which doesn't help you when you're building a business yeah, true. <laughs> not so much you know mm-hmm. and yeah my third <clears throat> tip <clears throat> excuse me is uh that five minute meditation is my new superpower so mm-hmm. meditation mm-hmm. is one of these last tools that has i resisted for years <laughs> couldn't get it to work but now mm-hmm. i have this app and I can do a five-minute meditation and, and I do it before a podcast recording like this, which I did. Nice. And it just really helps me get into this zone of like getting into like my highest level self. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just helped me. Like I actually get better sleep. I've got a fitness watch thing that tracks that. I get better mm-hmm. sleep. My um, resting heart rate reduces and I can just do like five minutes before a big important call or before a sales call or something. And uh-huh. I just get to really get in touch with who I am at my core uh-huh. rather than what other people are thinking. And mm. uh, yeah, that's that's my new superpower. And uh, 
I'll tell anybody who listens <laughs> uh-huh. after oh, yeah. it took me decades to work this out. But, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I just do a one-minute one or a five-minute one. I haven't graduated to doing longer ones, but, yeah, mm-hmm. just just doing that that breathing and just clearing the mind or I do one before I go to sleep, which, you know, really helps too. So, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. three sort of self-care well-being tips. So, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Um, yeah, exercise, sleep, eating well, planning, and meditation. For me, it sounds like, okay, we're well equipped <laughs> to deal with the chaos of running a business with all of those in place. And I love yeah. the uh, what you shared about how like following through, you tend to follow through, but there is that a bit of a window of opportunity not to follow through just exactly and it just allows for some breathing room in in our lives as well and uh, giving ourselves grace that's that's also important well thank you so much i'm kind of like making my own mental notes and all of those i'm definitely a meditation fan as well and of course eating and sleeping (laughs) exercising those are uh, my best friends exercising i have been um being really raw and vulnerable here i haven't been exercising but i'm definitely going back to it so if you are someone out there who are who you know who you are who's also lagging on this sort of kind of things uh, let's do it (laughs) let's put this advice into action and create a very firm and stable foundation Mm -hmm. for our business to be on and thank you so much for that i just curious how can we find you what is the best way to contact you and of course everything's going to be in a show notes so how can we find you yeah so uh, i'm on a number of major platforms but i spend the most time over on instagram and you can find me at the handle at tiffany g studios Mm-hmm. Um, so T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-G for golf, uh, S-T-U-D-I-O-S. No underscores, no spaces, no capitals, mm-hmm. nothing like that, still one word. So that's one way to find me or I have TiffanyGStudios.com mm-hmm. as, as a website. Um, and, yeah, or you can find me at Tiffany G Studios on Facebook and LinkedIn, but definitely the Instagram is where I spend the most time and uh, definitely reach out and send me a DM and let me know that you heard me on the podcast. And if anything resonated with you, I just uh, love to chat and hear from you and uh, yeah, cheer you on and, and just sort of celebrate that. uh, Yeah. All of this stuff that I have gone through can help someone else. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much. Yes. If you have Instagram, please, please, please check Tiffany's page out. A lot of good, juicy, important, yummy, all kinds of great stuff there. Obviously, from her own experience and all the expertise that she have accumulated throughout this whole time doing what she's doing. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in and listening to our talk. May you all continue with your blessed day, whatever the time of the day it is for you. And I'll see you, talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
And if you like this episode, you can help me to spread the word about it. Feel free to leave a review and share about it with a friend. I really appreciate your support. Thank you.